Welcome to Palmer Palmer. So good they named me twice. My podcast is called Curious Lips because I'm a curious woman, curious child, curious monkey. I'm at the pod at White City Place. I'm the founder of Esteem because I believe that is all you need is your self-confidence, your self-esteem. Igniting your passion, energy, confidence, positivity, resilience to achieve uber ultimate success, embracing your femininity. My mission is to help you achieve your dreams. In this season, I will be sharing insights, experiences, trends, life lessons, health tips, real life problems, work, fashion, and I promise you, you won't hear it anywhere else. You can find me on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Palmer Palmer. I am working on my website. It will be hello at palmerpalmer.com. It's taken me a bit of time because of my fear with dyslexia, which I will be talking about in a minute, actually. So if you like what you hear, please tell a friend, please share it. Hope you get some inspiration today. So I'm going to jump in and talk about being an entrepreneur. Now, I feel really, I feel strongly about a lot of things. And I'm really finally pleased that at 50, I found my voice. um, And I've got over all these beliefs and things that I was told as a child that weren't right, or I kept making mistakes. And I've realized my own strength and my power. But it hasn't been easy. Um, I am a life and health coach, and I've been doing it for years. So being an entrepreneur, I went to a convent school in Isleworth, which was the worst place to put me. And when I was looking at careers, they just looked at me and just went, uh, you should be in the office, like doing secretarial work. And I went, are you having a laugh? Like a boredom would just hit me every day. I, I had all this energy, which I realise now is obviously anxiety. Thank God, actually, because it propels me all the time and I use it wisely now and in control. So, you know, I was like thinking, what can I do? Now, those beliefs I'm talking about is that I was at the bottom of all my classes uh, struggling to read. And I remember, you know, I'm all about sharing my truth. My sister, who is four and a half years older than me, really, really bright. I'm intelligent as well. I know that now. Um, But she, uh, I don't know how old I was. Let me really think about this. I don't know, maybe six, seven. Um, She, because my mum and dad are Sicilian, so my sister Maria sort of took on that, I don't know, the reading thing, the learning to read the time. And I remember sitting with her and she was like, had the, the, the clock in front of me and she was like, okay, Palmer, this is, you divide it up and it's like a mirror and that's your past and this is your quarter. And just could not penetrate my head. Okay, I swear to God, I really, really struggled. You know, you're lucky now if you've got a digital clock. But, you know, I really, and actually this really makes me think, my brain does go from one thing to another, so bear with me. This does bring me into alignment with dementia because actually when you get dementia and Alzheimer's, they give you a digital clock. Um, And I'm really convinced it's linked to working memory, dyslexia, or any of those anxieties. Anyway, going back to what I was saying. So I remember struggling with reading, spelling and I remember thinking to myself 
right, I've got a huge personality. I'm very vocal and I believe in myself to a degree, but it was more my anxiety um, pushing me there. I'm hungry. I used to talk to the universe and I'm hungry even at a young age from six, five. Um, I'm hungry for life. I want to know what's going on out there and I want to be a part of it. And I love the glam, the glitz. So I would go to the library at my convent school run by nuns. Could you imagine? Oh, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm going to share with you the things that we were taught in home economics, right? This is the reality. It's not a 1950s. Jesus, I was born in 1968. But, you know, I was, you know, going through school and the first lesson in home economics was, okay, everyone, could you um, come over here? So when you're making a bed, this is how you tuck the sheet under the bed. And then there was this, I'm not going to say her name. I really remember her name. There was a girl in our class, um, Alenka, but I won't tell you her surname. And uh, she was a gymnast. And I remember they, they pulled her out of all the other girls and they said to her, can you walk across the room in the classroom? And she was like, why? And they went, I just want to see you. And they went, that's not right. That's a gymnast walk, you know. And they were teaching us how to walk. I mean, you know, kind of actually I get it because actually when I teach someone to be confident, I do do the walk. I go, come on, let's do the walk. Let's do the walk. Let's stand straight. So I get the body language thing. But we were at school and one thing they never did was they never really explored and explained why we were just told to do it. You cannot tell a child just to do it without the explanation. That drives me mad. Um, so, you know, I'm in this school and they're teaching me to what? Make a bed. Why? 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 Um, you know, I, you know, it's just crazy. Thank God they're not doing that anymore. Thank God there's more equality. And I hope they don't do that in girls' schools anymore. So, you know, it's about thinking about what was I going to do? I knew that I was intelligent, smart, but I certainly did not fit the boxes. You know, and it's still archaic, our system at school. You have to fit a box. So, you know, where I'm going with this is there is method in my madness is that actually what sort of signs I was shown, what skill sets I was showing that the school couldn't pick up on is that I was entrepreneurial. I thought outside the box. I was a leader, but I'm a massive team player as well. I was trying to think differently, but no one could pick up on that creativity. Um, we all know about, well, if you don't, you need to learn about the, the right and left brain, the logical and the creativity. You know, I have now worked so hard on learning to have a balance in my brain. So I have the logic and I also have the creative. When I was definitely younger, it was all creative because it was all about music. And I remember thinking to myself, when I listen to a song, do I remember the words or do I go with the rhythm and the sound of the music? Well, actually, very rarely. And even with, the, I've got three kids, a boy who's like 14, a girl that's 13 and a, another girl that's like nine. And they always laugh and they go, you don't know any of the words of any song. And I'm like, probably know the chorus line, but that's about it. And and that's true. So there you go. I learn by the movement, by the melody. Very rarely do I, I, I have to go back and then listen to the words. And then I go, ah, I believe in those words. Um, so that, you know, and you remember those images of when you see like 
two phases or two faces or a vase you know that's showing you what side of your brain are you are you using so you know iq is very much in the eye of the beholder because we to be creative you have to be entrepreneur and if you were to look at someone like richard branson um he was selling things at school wasn't he he was a leader there thinking outside the box and actually I went to a special school the other day in Feltham uh, for behavioral kids because I love working with kids because my whole passion is about prevention people you don't have to go through my pain let's get you there quickly and I'll deep dive with you to see where you can actually change yourself transform yourself and get to where you need to be but these behavioral kids that sat in front of me I love them because you know one of them was like do you know what I went out there and uh, I was like scanning these like jumble cells and I found this incredible watch, looked it up online. Wow, it was worth like £2,000. Put it on eBay and then I, I, you know, I was staying at this guy's house, a friend of mine, and I just thought, Jesus, I've got this money now, okay? So he bought it for like 15 quid. Fantastic profit he made. Love him. Entrepreneurial. Um, And he, but what a good boy. What a good guy he was he went and gave it to his friend because he was like in homes one place after the other um no one understanding him so he went and gave his mate 600 pounds to give to his mother that allowed him to stay in his house that is a special person not someone that i see as behavioral problems but because the school is archaic they're missing out on these i know they're overloaded with so much i know we're restricted with ofsted and things like that but oh I nearly swore then you know can't we help these kids and that's what I'm trying to do is get in there and and push prod get you to see you're an amazing person and don't worry about you know really don't worry about GCSEs I mean I haven't got many it's a case of like you can learn it but you have to be taught how to what are the strategies I need if I'm dyslexic if I have working memory you know, read it, read it, and repetition is key, but why is repetition key? So you have to give people strategies so they know how to work it. So really, it's finding that belief, and it's just saying to yourself, I am not going to be self-destructive. I am smart. And this is where we have emotional intelligence to to the opposite, which is intelligence, let's say. I think, I really truly believe, and this is my own perception, my own experiences, you know, the people that have got emotional intelligence actually in the end will do better than the people who just have intelligence because they're lost. And and I think emotional intelligence is really key and really important that we can do for our kids and also I see in adults. And that's why a lot of adults are like computers. They're shutting down and they're getting, you know, we have mental health. And, and that was me, you know, with all the things that I've been through with dyslexia, bulimia, drugs, you know, that in in turn, because I was so lost and I, I, I had a problem with, you know, people insulting my intelligence because I did feel like I was, I hate to use the word, but, you know, stupid because people would say you're not smart because I was at the bottom or you'd be bullied or you'll be laughed at. But actually, that's not the truth. It's just that no one had the insight to pull me up and go, do you know what? You've got other skills. Let's let's work on your strengths. Because in this day and age, to be an entrepreneur, you need to have a big personality. You need to have the soft skills. So, and you know, I'm always looking to people that have self-destructed. And Alexander McQueen is someone that you know we love as a designer. He was amazing, and look how he destroyed himself. 
And I would say most of the people that I surround myself with are geniuses, absolutely geniuses. And they're gods to me and I truly admire them. And that's the key thing, surround yourself with the really like-minded people. But these geniuses sometimes have talents that they're scared to really sell themselves and promote themselves. And so the the key here is to find these geniuses and say, I need to teach you how to be a business person, how to promote yourself. You know, we're, we're living in the world of digital, um, which is probably the easiest now. I still have to do about 10 letters a week to be found by a producer or, or when I was going for my presenting acting. But, you know, now you can self-promote but it's still a minefield. You know, algorithms, I still don't get them, right? I don't get them at all. My brain goes, what, what, what do you mean I have to cleanse? I don't know how, to, where to start. I get overwhelmed with my anxiety and I look at all these and I, I want to say yes to people on my social media. I want to follow them because I'm all about celebrating because that's, that's who I am. I'm a good person. I want to give to others. But I get lost with the algorithms and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, what I should be doing. But everything has structure. Everything has a strategy. And and so even though we can see on social media how you can promote, there is, it's a business and it is a structure. So you have to learn these tools. And I think, you know, it's a shame schools don't work on more of those skill sets for business. And even when I speak to my kids and I go, okay, you might be doing media or you might be doing business studies. But are they really studying things that they need for today? And actually, I'm disappointed they're not. Because actually, you know, I'd rather set my kids up to win. Like, we all love social media in my family. And we love doing YouTube and things. And I've got my own YouTube channel, which I've gone a bit quiet on. And I've got to push it up again. And it is Palmer Palmer Steam. But, but you know... We love it. But even with that, that, that's a business. You need to know how to do it. You need to know what hours to do it, how often to do it. And all these things take time. You know, my kids like Zoella, but she took seven years to get there, you know, and, and she was one of the first. So, you know, I always say to my kids, whatever you start, it will take time. There is nothing instant. And also it's the bits you don't see. And that's the bit I wanted to share as well before I close this down. But people that are truly successful is like that image you see you see the top the mountain bit you see the success you see the house you see the clothes you see the lifestyle but underneath all that that you don't see is the pain the tears the grit the determination the the failure the being told no how many no's how many rejections did they have to go through you know and when i think back to people like disney you know, if you listen to anything or read anything about him, you know, Walt Disney was refused again and again and told his idea was stupid, belittled for his idea. Now look at what we all know, Disney, you know, any any person that's out there has become a legacy that has a, a brand. You know, you don't get there. There is no such thing as an overnight success. So if you're listening to this, and you believe you're an entrepreneur and you'd like some help, please ping me, okay, on social media, any of those platforms, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. I'm there to help. There is no such thing. I still go to people for help. You, Everyone needs a mentor and a coach. So embrace your strengths, but embrace those weaknesses that other people think are weak. 
and use it to propel you because now I realize my anxiety and all my pain is where I am now. And even though it's taken me to 50, I don't mind. I, I, I've got plenty of time and energy and stamina left in me. But if I can help you get there quicker, that's what Palma Palma is about. So thank you for listening to my Curious Lips. Thank you to the pod at White City Place. Please share this. Please talk about Curious Lips. And I hope it provokes you and pokes you and makes you explore more about being an entrepreneur. Thank you.